In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. In the lab time right now, Drew Doherty and John Harris with the magic finger. Oh, you got a red room in the background. What's going on there? New place? Yeah, a little little different. Um, Trying to uh, get away from the hustle bustle of uh, H-Town for just a few days. So uh, the Harris clan is down in Galveston for a little bit, for a few minutes. So getting a little bit of a work vacay, time away sort of thing. And we take the dogs with us and they have a blast. So everybody comes along. So it's just a potty at the beach. Not bad. I like it. Have yeah, fun for me. Right. Get a good walk in, get a good swim in. That sounds oh, yeah. like a lot of fun. Today on the show, we're doing two main things. And you notice I did two this way because later, per Dave Howard's request, our good friend Dave, who listens and chimes in on Twitter, which you can chime in on Twitter at Doherty Drew, at J. Harris Football, or at J. Harris F. Is it at J. Harris Football or at J. Harris yes. FB? Yeah. J. Harris Football. You're right. Excuse you me. Up. I'm sorry. God. But let us know. Uh, hey, we want to. Why didn't you touch on this? Or I disagree about that. We'd love to hear from you. But yeah. he uh, he was asking for something before the draft, which we didn't deliver on. And I jokingly said, well, how about a top five Peter Gardier wins ranking? So we'll do that later. But John, the schedule release, it's coming out. It's tomorrow night, Wednesday night. And Texans, like the rest of the NFL, playing in 17 games. We knew at the end of the season who the 16 would be, and we kind of had an idea, okay, well, the 17th game probably coming, not official, and when it comes, it's going to probably be the Carolina Panthers. That all came to fruition. So Panthers will be here. Yeah. You'll see them again. And then, um, you know, the big road games, what would you say? Uh, Well, there is – when you think about road games to me, Drew, I think about at this point locations. Yep. So San Francisco's on the docket. Miami is on the docket. And then again, Arizona. So, so is Cleveland on the docket and Buffalo. So there are a couple of places that I know in December, I'm oh, fingers crossed. We don't end up there. I was joking. I had Sal Capaccio, sideline reporter of the Bills, good friend of mine, on yesterday. And I was talking about having that game in in December that I didn't want that. And uh, he wasn't saying it so many words, but he was really calling me soft. But (laughs) it's really kind of all over the place. You know, San Francisco, Miami, Buffalo, Cleveland, obviously our division games. And it doesn't sound like we'll be one of the international series games. It sounds like it's going to be Jags and Dolphins. At least that's the way the tea leaves I'm reading now uh, and read something on the athletics. So it sounds like they're going to play uh, over in Tottenham. They're going to have two games over in Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham's new stadium, Tottenham Spurs, Premier League team uh, who wanted to start Super League, but then backed out, uh, which is a good move to keep the Premier League strong. That said, the Falcons, the other team that's going to play, we don't play the Falcons, so it doesn't look like we're going international this year but we are definitely going to some some great cities some great places and then you always got the preseason games and so with 17 games which we don't know yet we don't know the preseason we don't know but that'll come out typically and and what i have heard and i don't know if this is going to be true or not drew but i know in the past the the organizations themselves schedule those games and apparently the nfl has taken that on that the nfl is scheduling those games so the one thing I'm curious to see is with two preseason games, do we treat one of those 
like we have in the past and that being a practice opportunity. I don't know. That was obviously shut down due to COVID last year as everything pretty much was. But I read the other day where if you are, if you are planning to go away for training camp, you can do that. You just have to submit it to the NFL. So I don't know if the preseason scrimmage or preseason scrimmage practice, joint practice stuff, if that falls in that category or not. But we'll find out the three preseason games. You mentioned it, nine regular season games, home games, but only one home preseason game. So you still get your 10. It's just split up one and nine on the road. It'd be two and eight. So, yeah, I think just the cities I always look at, Drew, first off, okay, we know who we're playing. But then, okay, I don't care where we go to San Francisco. don't care where we go to Miami. It'd be nice to go there in December and both because it'd probably be pretty good weather. The Cleveland and Buffalo, please give me a September game. Please. Maybe early October. Maybe. Okay, so let's play a little either-or, true-false, plus-minus, over-under, you know, those type of things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, every NFL team plays at least one Thursday night game or one Thursday game during the season. Right. Will the Texans play any other primetime games? Yes or no? Not this year. Not this year. Last year, going into 2020, we had Deshaun Watson, and we got one – one primetime game. We had one at night game. And I kind of count the, I kind of count the Thanksgiving game that we play. I, that was Yeah, yeah. I count that special. as a primetime. It's not cuz it's in the it's at 11:30, but right, right, right. it's a that's basically a primetime. Yeah, game. I get. Okay. It. I mean, that was the other Thursday. I was like I knew I missed one, but we So as a corollary, as a, as a follow-up to that, will the Thursday night game be against a divisional opponent or a non-divisional opponent? So we've played the Colts so many times on a Thursday night. It's not even funny. 14, 15, 19. Those are all at home, I believe. 18. 11, you played the them Dolphins. on the road there. Yeah, 18, then we played the Dolphins. I'm trying to think of, oh, Thursday night, 17, we played Cincinnati. Uh, week two, my gosh. Um, week one last year at Kansas City. I think it'll be a division. I think it would be a division opponent. I, I have a feeling it'll either be us and the Titans or us and the Jacks. And as a follow-up to that, you okay. think it'll be at NRG Stadium or you think it'll be on the road? You face the Jags on the road on Thursday night in 2013. Oh, ooh, gosh, that is such ugly, ugly game. Yeah. There's so I mean, there's there could probably do we could do a Texans 53 on that particular uh 24-hour uh situation. Yeah. Um I'm gonna roll the dice and say our Thursday night game is at Jacksonville. Okay. Trevor Lawrence and Timmy Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> Who, uh, you know, our good pal Ted Johnson fired off a tweet that is very, very – there's a lot of logic to it into what's going down here. Yeah, I suggest you take a look at that. We'll oh, I know, that. Uh, I, know what you, I know what you're talking about as, yeah. as far as service time. Is that the tweet he yeah, made? Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. that? Yeah, that's interesting. That? It's very, very interesting. And from that perspective, I've, I've had – conversations with with people over the years about that particular aspect of things of getting to a certain service time even i was i don't know if people know this or not but i worked in the accounting industry for six years and once you i think got to five year i think you had to do five years and once you got to five years you were fully vested in the um in the um what's what i mean in the annuity program and retirement program 
And I was able to take advantage of that, you know, cause I was there. I mean, I was forced under my will um, to be there for six years. I didn't really want to, that but that, that was one of the options. Really, is that how that works, Sean? Is that? Yeah. I didn't really want to be there, <laughs> but I kind of had to. So gotcha. they continued to pay for my master's. So oh, yeah. I had to stay a certain amount of time. It just so happened that the amount of time that I stayed ended up kind of paying off. And that was kind of one of the offshoots of being there. But I had conversations with people then that were like, yeah, I'm going to definitely stay at least five years so I could take advantage of that. It's a great retirement type program. And so that's a lot of people did. They would stay for five years. And when the, when the public accounting grind got a little too much, they just stepped away. They had their years. And so they kind of double dipped. They went and worked for another firm or another company and, but they were able to have that service time is very, very important. It's interesting you bring that up and Teddy brought that up. When I saw it, I was like, ooh, that makes sense. True or false, the Texans will play at Indianapolis in the month of December. True. Okay. When has that ever been false? I mean, we played up there September of 18. Played in November in 09. You played in October, November of 10. But it's been a long time. December. Yeah. No, we're, go we're going there again in December. I mean, you know, we went back there this past year in December, 2019. 18 and 19, you were there early. Early, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right, because 19 was like week seven. Yeah, because it was after we beat the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So that was that was really the only one like in October. Yeah, we're going there in December. Absolutely. There are always little quirks in the schedule of things that stay the same from year to year sometime. And one of them, it always felt like, was a Thursday night game with Indianapolis. But always like 14, 15, 19. There's always that Thursday night game with Indianapolis. And, you know, I, I feel like those things can work themselves out. But there's always that like, little quirk like, hey, we're playing them the same exact week that we did last year. So maybe that comes to fruition, maybe not. But, yeah, I think we're going to Indy in December. The Texans will have more than one back-to-back -back road trip sequence throughout the year sequences excuse me i think they'll have one i think that's that's just doing the math happens like every year i mean at least well you know with 17 games though i mean you could it, that does add like a, a new wrinkle to it but i still think you'll have a back-to-back -back sequence i i'm curious to see like what exactly man, what would be a good back-to-back -back sequence? And is there one where we might stay the full week somewhere else? Because I know last year, you know, the Patriots had a back-to-back -back with the Rams and the Chargers mm -hmm. and played them, um, yeah, back-to-back -back weeks. So they stayed out, UCLA at, uh, stayed out in L.A., practiced at UCLA, and then ended up, I think at the time that they were there, when they were practicing, UCLA was not practicing because um, – the because of COVID and they were starting later. So I think they had UCLA practice facility all to themselves and they were out there. And I think they split if I remember correctly, I think they lost the Rams and beat the Chargers. but, but yeah, they stayed out there for that entire time. But, uh, but we don't think we have San Francisco. I don't think we have anything that's kind of like that where you double up, but yeah, I think we'll have a back-to-back -back road trip, which, you know, sounds kind of awesome, but then, man, when you're going through it, it's like, I got to go back on the road a second time. Oh, that's tough for us. I can imagine what it's like for the team. All right. So the schedule release is tomorrow night, Wednesday night. We'll have a show going. When that drops, DP and I will be hosting. You'll be on it. Uh, Mark Vandermeer will be on it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I can't wait. And I'll tell you this. 
few years back, about four or five years ago, we had a schedule release video that came out and it was the backyard football. Yes. Cartoon. And Got I thought that all was kinds a, of acclaim. Yeah. And I thought that was the best one we'd ever done. I've seen this year's and it's better than that. Really? I think so. I, I know what this one, I haven't seen this one. I know what it's about. And if it turns out the way that I think it will, it's going to, it's going to be awesome. Incredibly creative. I mean, just mind bogglingly creative. Okay. So like we teased at the start of the show, Dave Howard wanted a uh, ranking of like Ellen Ellinger and um, Kellen Mond. And, you know, Hey, I, I think he even threw in the SMU quarterback as a, as yeah. being nice, nice to me, but I think he Andrew wanted to know Schell. about the, the Longhorn and the yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we didn't get to that, and I apologize, Dave. We fully intended to, and it just I forgot. You know, I my bad. So I jokingly said, "Let's rank the top five Peter Gardier wins of all time." I don't know how old Dave is, but I get the feeling he's, you know, old enough to remember Peter Gardier. Hey, what's up, Harris family in the background there? Let me see you, Paige. Yeah, what's going on? Have a good dip. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, there you so go. I think he's old enough to know, like you and I, because I'm early 40s. You're what? Are you late 50s? I can't remember. Yeah, you, early 60s. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, no, you're not. You're just four years older than me. Uh, you remember Peter Gardier. I mean, we, late yeah. 80s, early 90s. This guy was an awesome baseball player, football player at Lee in, in Houston. He went to Texas, yep. redshirted. And then he's the only guy to beat Oklahoma four straight years. The only quarterback on either side of that UTOU rivalry to start and win all four times against the other team. And the Sooners were ranked every year that he did it, which I mean, that's pretty remarkable. But think yeah. of all the greats, Vince Young, uh, never even started four years and much less beat right. Texas or beat right. Oklahoma. Colt McCoy didn't do it. So yeah. uh, we went through it. You could easily just say those four games and then pick one other, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say this in no particular order. I'm going to go with the, the, the time he did it when he was a freshman. Yeah. I'm going to go with the 1990 season and this gets a few, few wins. That gets a number of them. First win of the year was at Penn state and the Nittany lions were a ranked team. They yep. went in there and they beat them. They came home. They, so that's one of them. They came home and they lost to Colorado but they had the yep. lead on Colorado and Colorado won the national title that year. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you get the, the Nittany lions, you get the first game the year before in 89, then you gotta, I gotta put the win over U of H in 90 is I gotta put that huge as one of his win. greatest wins. Huge. That's a huge win. U of H was third in the nation. Um, and you know what else? Butch was? had not had Butch had not went crazy that night. Yeah. Talk about a one year wonder. Butch had not was amazing. against was U of H. Awesome. He was, was awesome. Oh, so good. Uh, okay, and I'm going to throw in another 1990 win because this one's sneaky. Texas A&M. 1990. Texas A&M. It's the only time he ever beat the Aggies because you got to remember the Aggies were bullies, man, in the yeah, late 80s, were. early 90s. Yeah, those. He beat them 28 to 27 <laughs> in Austin, and then here's the wild card. You're not. You're never going to guess this. I'll give you a chance. Guess. Guess which one I'm going to pick. You'll never um, guess. So the next year in '91, uh huh, they were not as good, but still beat Oklahoma. Still beat very Oklahoma. Close, closer than the experts expected, but Oklahoma was pretty good or assessed. They were ranked, ranked yeah. very high. 
But they're number six, they beat them 10 to seven. Yeah. Okay. That's a good guess, but it's not the not one the I had. Okay. I'm going to give him the nod as the new Canaan starting quarterback when they pulled off the oop-de-oop and they won that last game of the season. Because you know what? Peter Gardier <laughs> won stunt double and the quarterback yeah. in varsity blues. So there you go. All right. That's I, back yeah. way back when, when I was a producer at TXCN in Austin, we had Peter Gardier on a couple times just to talk UT football. Yeah. You know, he gave his thoughts on it. He was really cool. Always had good, uh, good opinions about things. Good, good insight on things. I think he's doing commercial real estate down in Austin. I'm not sure, but Peter Gardier is one of those names. I hadn't thought about in a while probably should have remembered because he was a, uh, he's an all-time legend at university of Texas. To beat Oklahoma four times. That's I, I mean, that's what you what you had to do. Yeah. Of course, when you said Colt McCoy beating Oklahoma, I'm sure there were a bunch of Longhorns that were like, well, he beat Oklahoma in 08 when Oklahoma got to the national championship game, which still just is a burr up the saddle with Oklahoma Sooners fans. But you're right, Gardier is is forgotten. That 1990 year was a I mean awesome. it was a tremendous year. Awesome. Until the Longhorns got Cotton to the Cod Bowl and then they ran into the <laughs> Miami Hurricanes and 215 yards of personal foul penalties in that game, which is crazy. It shows you how good Miami was because they had a 43-point win and overcame all of that. But, you know, Gardier is definitely not a quarterback you think about. When you said Lee High School, I'm like, yeah, Baytown. Well, no, no, wait, wait, no, he's from Houston. Houston, which doesn't and, exist anymore, yeah. Yeah, so from, from that perspective, from the city of Houston, you know, quarterback that did great things. Um, you got me with the varsity blues one. In fact, I just watched that the other day too. And I was like, man, that's a pretty ball. And now I'm going back and envisioning watching that. Now I know it's Peter Gardier. I yeah. probably heard that at some point and then completely forgot. And, and Gardier was in, he went, I think, I don't know if he made it all the way through training camp, but at least he was with the Seahawks for a time right after he left Texas. Yeah. He also, you know, in doing a little research on him, he also played on the UT baseball team as yeah 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 year. and to, I mean to be able to do all that man yeah good. he was drafted by the Cubs and he had yeah. a tryout with him a few years after his playing days were I mean the guy was an amazing athlete and you know he he was he was just he was something else so Peter yep. Gardier hope you're doing great these days man you're you were awesome and you probably still are awesome that's he is very awesome any, it's not taking anything away from Peter Gardier but Dave we always appreciate you listen man it's uh it means a lot to us we we thank you for uh your viewership, your listenership. And like we said, chime at us on Twitter. If any of the rest of you have stuff that we ought to touch on or hit on here on in the lab, because we wouldn't be here were it not for you. Otherwise, John, what do you got planned the rest of the day after you get your work done? Well, I am going to chat with DP. I'm also going to chat with head coach Casey Keeler of the Sam Houston Bearcats playing in the championship game this weekend. I've, I've had probably three production meeting calls with him and then awesome. one interview about the whack. I mean, it's going to be like, Hey, Casey. Um, so you talk about bullies. Weird. You talk about bullies. I mean, I was just mentioning the Aggies in the early nineties as bullies. Sam Houston state. Holy yeah. moly, man. The way they came back the other day against JMU, it was just an incredible, awesome. incredible game. I mean, just unbelievable. So it'll be fun to talk to, to Casey about that. And then we'll get ready for the schedule release tomorrow, man. Awesome. Always cool being with you, buddy. And yeah. can't wait to do it again very, very soon. You take care.